And I learned firsthand why you, uh, if you're a victim of a stabbing, why you should never pull the knife out and you should wait to, because it really didn't take him long, you know, and then he was gone. He'd probably done it before. Yeah. Maybe. But been a victim of a stabbing, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. Oh. So I'm back on it now, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little The time. spree continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, sorry, I tell you, go on. You, you go on, you go first. Did you have a lovely holiday? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, it's good. I tell you what, that's good to be. It's good to be back in this, in the, back in the hot seat. Yeah. Uh, After, uh, uh, thank you to Dan. Yeah. Uh, for I have listened to the episode. Good. You're up to date. Uh, but did did I have a good holiday? Yes, I did. Very good. I ate a lot mm. and just pretty much swam, uh, built sandcastles. And relaxed. Were you, um, you built sandcastles with your kids? No, just me. Just but you. No, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. no, no. Well, I, I let them watch. I let them watch. You let them watch? Yes. Generous father, yeah. aren't you? Stay well back. Do He's, not ruin this I thought that was for Scottish. Me. Didn't <laughs> yeah. Stay well back. But yeah, no, so I feel um, revitalised. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, th- as I said, thank you to Dan. Thank you to you also for just doing the normal thing. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's okay. Um, I did listen. Uh, I've got a few notes. Notes. If that's like a few questions. Do it. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I thought everything uh, was very... His, his mic technique is very good. It's very clear and concise. Better than mine, actually. <laughs> uh, possibly, yeah. Uh, however, his impressions of me are terrible, <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay. I thought you might pick up on that. Yeah. Straight in there, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, too high, then too low. Just, I mean, I don't, I, I think I've got a fairly standard voice. I think you do as well. Thank you. Really? Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was um, you had a beef and bacon curry. What the fuck? Did I not justify it enough you, in last week's podcast? I, you mentioned it's leftovers. So, so that, I mean, if you'd just gone out and ordered a beef and bacon curry... Well, no, not ordered and, or, and not made from scratch. It was a, we've got a, some beef, we've got some bacon. Yeah. Well, you know. Times are hard. But the, there are weirder <laughs> things out there. Like, what is weird with, about beef and bacon Yeah. when chicken and bacon is very common? That's true. Right? I'll, tell you what's, I'll tell you what's weirder. Uh, Dan having a quiche. Where does he live? The 80s? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very, Sorry, it was such a complex that. joke. I had to. Yeah. The cogs turned a bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone that eats quiche anymore. Uh, I, I, I'm interested to know if it was a quiche Lorraine, right, or uh, one of the other quiches. <laughs> I don't know what the other ones are called. No, I, I mean, I, I wasn't really that aware of quiche Lorraine. Is it the oh, name or oh, the region oh, of France? Oh, please, quiche Lorraine is your is your very much your standard ham and cheese quiche. Okay, but that wasn't um, my question. Is it the name Lorraine or the region of France? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a f- deep question. Also, I wonder if he had it cold or warm because some people will have it straight out the fridge, don't they? Some people heat it through. I I'm bored of this. I mean, already. these are questions for Dan to yeah. be honest, and he's not here. Yeah, thank God. They're really exciting questions as well. Um, and finally, Joe, the big <laughs> the big thing for me is I'm so happy for you. Thank you that you finally embraced relish in your sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How it was good. You know, it's not actually the first time, but it was the time that first I, in a long time. The first in a while, yeah, because yeah. I don't actually eat sandwiches that regularly anymore because I don't have packed lunches, right? No. So, no. Uh, <laughs> you sort your own lunch out. You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Little chocolate bar and um, one of those yogurts. I did make those sandwiches <laughs> that didn't have relish in them, just yeah. to clarify. Yeah. But 
it you know, not yeah, not the first time, but it was the time that I thought, you know what, there's something to this. Yeah. And from now on, I, you know, if there isn't relish available, I won't be heartbroken. No. However, I will miss it. Did you think of me while you were spreading your relish? I oh, always... Hold on, let me <laughs> rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of you when I'm did, and did, so distributing my. If uh, there's one thing that plum, you know, chutney. we can. We can, I've, I can impart on you throughout our years of friendship. If it's just relish on your sandwich, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with that. If it's nothing else, <laughs> not uh, like a, you know, a greater understanding of the human mind or a relish in your yeah. sandwich. Yeah, when, yeah. When I die and you're, you're at my funeral, assuming I die first, quite possible you might die first, or we might die at the same time in some, in some sort of freak. Well, you know, with my lifestyle, I, I imagine it'll be me who goes okay. first. Yeah. Well, if it is me, and uh, they're all gathered around, and going, "Oh, Dave, what a guy was." funny and, and handsome and uh, all the other good stuff and you can go yeah if it wasn't for him I'd never be having relish in my sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known the merits of a plum chutney and a plowman's yeah. or just a simple yeah. mayo Just go, sometimes a simple mayo does yeah but the job. I don't like mayo that's oh, the difference okay um, well that is a problem Right. Yeah. So well, there, there, there's room for development there. I mean, re- we're back know. to square one, really. You should never try and master something first time yeah. round, right? There's room for me to grow. There is. Yeah. Yes. Not in terms of height. No, don't do any more of that. I'll try not that's to. That's ridiculous. That would be, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, that's all the notes I have on last week's episode. A fantastic. very much enjoyed it, and uh, well done and thank you to Dan. Yes, yes. well done, number one. Uh, that, that kind of sounds relatively patronising. Well done. Yeah, well for done. talking on a podcast. Pat, pat on the head. <laughs> pat on the head. Yeah. Um, oh, is that a normal? We've talked for six yeah, let's, minutes let's about crack nothing. on, shall we? Yes. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, I'm a little bit out of whack now about whose turn it is for the ah. news theme. Okay. Do yeah. you remember who did it between us last? Because last week Dan did. Dan did it. I do not remember. Uh, th- what if we I share it? Okay. Improv shared news jingle. All right. All right, it's, then. It's going to be awful. But it yeah. will be pretty... Yes. It's the... Yeah. One of our better ones, actually. Yeah. Well, it wasn't awful, you know. Um, you were pessimistic. Define awful. <laughs> it's tough. Pretty bad. No, I mean, it's tough. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got one headline for you. Oh, one good. storyless headline. I've missed, I've missed, I'll tell you what, I've missed this. Have you? Yeah. This one is um, particularly vapid. I know you like that word. Yeah, quick I've ones. S- I, like, I like the quick ones, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, fine. I'll, no, I'll well, you said them. rapid, so. Vapid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Gemma Atkinson reveals she's only learnt one word of Spanish. Oh, <laughs> is she? That's it. That's well, it yeah. In how long? I have no idea. I mean, I've been away for a week and I've learnt more than that. Yeah, I could I And I didn't even that. go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could probably learn more than one word in, yeah. you know. Bonjour. I already know more than one word in Spanish. Do you? Yeah. Good. C is one. Glacias. Tapas is another one. Yes. Cerveza. Uh, Denada. That's two words. Adios. Adios. Yeah. Buenas uh, noches. Gracias. Yes, uh, all the With the old uh, C being the th. That's right. If yeah. you're that way inclined. Yes. Anyway, that's my headline. Uh, you first for yeah. news. Jump in there. Okay. 
this is uh, this is quite appropriate actually because this is a story about an aeroplane. This is a story <laughs> that's an aeroplane. <laughs> and I uh, recently, obviously, I went on an aeroplane. Two aeroplanes actually, one there, one back. It's the usual way. Amazing. Yes. Um, actually, when we returned to our return destination. Um, Wait, which have, was that England? Yes, it was England. Yeah. Yes, uh, Gatwick North, be precise. <laughs> You've been to the airport, and you know these. You see those mobility beep beep. This little scooters. They when everyone's doing the, those long walks with the luggage, and you, and you sometimes you see that the disabled or the elderly yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. These, so. Guess who had a ride in one of them? You? Yes. Well, because you've got a nice young family. Yes, that's brilliant. The guy. Or did was, they just appear? And go. Do you want to? Uh, well, he just sort of. We were there with the bag, all our hand luggage, you know, all the, all the rubbish. And he just drove along and said, do you want to get in? And we were like, well, he's like, well, there's no one else about. And we were like, okay. <laughs> but it was on the way there, we kept passing elderly and disabled people, which I felt quite bad about um, for a period of seconds. So did you like ham it up a bit and, you know, start dribbling or clutching your leg going, oh, or something just to make no, it? No, no, like... I was just, every time we walked past a disabled or elderly person, I just went, you're shit, ah, you're <laughs> shit, ah. And uh, was this while you're on the little mobility car thing, yeah, or, or wh- just when wh- you were walking around the airport? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> I just do that generally. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it was good though, he, and he drove it into the lift. I mean, the kids loved it; they were going mental. I bet they were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you go. If um, if you ever get a chance to go on one, I would recommend it. Oh, all right. Oh, well, anyway, that's, back that's to the cool. back to the news. Yeah. Uh, this story is about an aeroplane. Uh, the headline is, uh, this is from the mirror, the headline is plane forced to make emergency landing after one passenger's unbearable body odour makes others vomit and faint. Vomit and faint. <laughs> so you can smell so bad. Yes. That you will make someone vomit wow. and faint. Yeah. A plane was forced to make an emergency landing after a passenger's unbearable body odour caused other, other holidaymakers around him to vomit and faint. The Transavia flight to the Spanish holiday island of Gran Canaria was forced to make an unexpected detour when travellers became distressed by the stench of a man who smelt like he hadn't washed in weeks. Jesus. And being forced to be next to that. Oh, imagine sitting right next to him. I would have punched him in the head, I think. That would have been the vomiter, surely. Yeah. The right next to. Yeah. The man smelt so bad, other passengers started to faint and vomit after the flight took off from Schiffel Airport in the Netherlands. Netherlands. I've been to Schiffel. It's Is it nice? Yes. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah, she's got lots of windows and uh, pancakes. You can have a pancake and yeah, smoke. a smoke outside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And put on your clogs and just uh, head off. Yes. <laughs> uh, staff on board the Transavia service <laughs> reportedly tried to quarantine him in a toilet of the Boeing 737. I was going to suggest that. That's a good yeah, move. Yeah. Before the pilots were forced to divert the flight, they landed in Faro, 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 in, Portugal, in yeah. southern Portugal, so the foul smelling man could be removed from the flight. Belgian, Belgian passenger. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> Going back to Holland now. Uh, Belgian passenger Piet van Hoot was one of the passengers on board the plane and described the stench of the man as unbearable. He said, <laughs> It was like he hadn't washed himself for several weeks. Several passengers got sick and had to puke. Oh my God, <laughs> had several. To, had to puke. Had to oh, puke. I've just got to puke. I want to know the. Uh, following moves of this passenger after he was literally kicked out of the plane 
at Faro, Hopefully. his not intended destination. His bug, his baggage wouldn't have got there, surely. I don't know. I doubt they, they, I doubt they rifled through the hold to find his baggage and go, there you are. No, you they could just cunt. smell it, couldn't they? It's the one with the <laughs> steam and the flies around it. What have you got in there? Just Full of bags dirty of pants. Shit. <laughs> yes, my pants. <laughs> um... He said, uh, no, he said that. He's done that already. That's enough from Pierre Van Hoot. Transavia confirmed the emergency landing, saying it was due to medical reasons. It is not known if the medical reasons related to the man or other passengers on the plane who were ill due to the stench. That's love that stench. That is shocking, isn't it? And Transavia, a Transavia, a spokesman said, the aeroplane diverted because of medical reasons, but it is indeed right that he smelled quite a bit. <laughs> Polite. That's very diplomatic, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Bizarrely, Joe. Yes. Bizarrely, it was not the first smelly incident on a Transavia flight this year. In February, a Transavia plane from Dubai to Amsterdam was forced to make an emergency landing in the Austrian capital of Vienna after a passenger could not stop farting, which, <laughs> caused, which caused a brawl between several passengers. Oh my God! The ruckus because someone's got the farts. Brawl because of someone farting. Oh my just, God. just stop farting! I can't. I'm ready. To, just, just stop it! I can't. I can't stop it. Just stop it! Please! <laughs> Just start. Oh. Fantastic sound effects. You. Like the guy from uh, Police Academy. Yeah, he's yeah. just walked in. Steve Gutenberg. Steve We've done Gutenberg. that. We've done that. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember a story a while ago about a Ryanair flight between Naranaran and England somewhere. Yeah. And someone did a, a absolutely catastrophic poo. <laughs> <laughs> and it smelled. Catastrophic. Yeah. That's how bad it was. The world will end. Literally catastrophic poo that the, the people on the plane thought the world was going to end. And they had to land somewhere. Slightly, they landed in Manchester or something yeah. rather than and go to Ireland. Got everyone off like, and just uh, set fire to the plane. <laughs> that was it. That one is not going in the air again. Yeah. Not fit for purpose. Something like that. I'm probably <laughs> paraphrasing that completely wrong, but. Yeah. Oh, no, I think so. I have heard stories of people's poos making them stop early as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did uh, I interrupt you there? No, I was, was finished. That, that, that was, was it. it. That was the that end was of it. extraordinary. Yeah. 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 Smelly bastard. Fortunately, nothing like that happened on my flights. Um, good to know. I think. No, we're all good. You yeah. were? Yeah. yeah. All right then. Uh, so, Dave, my news. Mm hmm. This is from the Telegraph. Oh, good. .co.uk. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously... Online. On, Ooh, online. the internet. Flash git. I do occasionally peruse the internet, yeah. Ooh, I bet you uh, do. When I'm feeling <laughs> oh, particularly... Bet. Yeah, when you're feeling particularly... Uh, yeah, I'll bet you do. Modern. Oh, I'll bet you do. Yeah, and up I'll to date. I'll bet you get on that. Get yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, I get on the internet and I look yeah. at them... Videos. Them news... Nudes. Articles. Yeah. Uh, our tits, calls. Um. <laughs> what is the story? I believe that's called a tangent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and there's Satsuma, Orange, whatever you like. Yeah. yeah. They're all good. There's also a city called Tangiers as well. I, sort of... I don't think so. No? No. No? No. Oh, okay. Then. So the Telegraph... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a sort of a follow-up to a... a uh, actually, I think it was a conspiracy news story a while ago. Um, the title, title, the headline is Demonic Possession is Real and Victims Seeking Exorcism Should Not Be Ignored, says a prominent psychiatrist on the world beyond. Wow, quite, uh, quite a lengthy headline. Lengthy headline. That's a, a characteristic 
of yeah, broadsheet newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you were right to pick up on that. I did say it weirdly. When you're speaking uh, and thinking of something else. Characteristic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a characteristic of broadsheet newspapers, isn't it? Yes. If that was a sun headline, I could probably turn it into demonic possession is real and I have proof. No, he doesn't. But then it turns out that they don't. So, demonic possession. It is a phenomenon that is on the rise throughout the world. The number of cases of demonic possession and demands for priests to carry out exorcisms is, according to multiple sources, soaring. Is it? Yeah, well, we, we, we mentioned before that they're training more priests to do them, aren't they? Yeah. the Va- Vatican. Yes, the Vatican It has a... Um, a, a um, like course. a college course yeah. where you can top up on this. Yeah, Medical science remains sceptical, however. What a surprise. Really? Um, a Princeton and Yale-educated mainstream psychiatrist believes demonic possession is indeed very real and claims that the majority of Americans agree with him. Mm. Um, it's pretty absurd. And I, I feel like with this sort of thing, it may be a phenomenon, as they've put it in this article, right? Mm-hmm. But Something like a phenomenon. Recorded cases of demonic possession don't mean that people have been possessed by demons. It just means someone's reported it and written it down. They've claimed it. Ah, and they've written it down. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a clause (laughs) in our roundabout contract, isn't it? But yeah, it just seems so ridiculous to me that this article is saying, or at least some people are saying in articles like this, yeah, we we need more priests then to exercise these people. Yeah. No, just no, I think find out what's actually wrong with them. We probably need more psychiatrists and psychologists to yes. discuss these people's problems with them mm. rather than exercise demons that we can't prove to be true, real. I agree. I agree with you. I mean, you're talking sense. You're talking absolute sense, actually, Joe. Thank once. you. Not nonce sense, no. but absolute sense. A- absence. Absence. You're talking absinthe. I'm talking absinthe. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's absurd. I, I'm not going to read any more of it. It's what? absurd. That's, you've I'm had not, enough already. I'm not going to read any more okay. directly from the article. Oh, okay. Um, for 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 um, you know, reasons really that that, that sort of should be self-explanatory in a way. Okay. Um, so it, it's absurd. It's really absurd. Like how you can make a causal link between oh, there's loads of people who say they're possessed by demons. Therefore, we must need more. Priests, <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, get a life jobber. Who are you? What are you talking? Who about? are you? All right, Who you're are on you? the terraces now, mate. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on them. Oh, you should. <laughs> yeah, and and start what you to, mean like start, on on the people's roofs? Start That's talking just... about this stuff as well. <laughs> they love all that. Then <laughs> on the terraces, yeah. with the hardcores. Hey, uh, boys, do you any of you demonically uh, possessed? Any anyone need the? Uh, uh, exercising while I'm here. No, not, Go not get your exorcisms. <laughs> Bad pal. Right. Um, okay. Shall I do my next news story then? Do if it. If you've had enough I've of yours. I've had enough. Okay. This is very quick. Um, and the headline is: Besiktas fined by UEFA after cat wandered onto pitch during Bayern Munich game. Fined after yes. a cat. They've been fined. <laughs> Besiktas. This is the recent Champions League game. They always seem to be in hot water, oh, don't they? Terrible, I feel yeah. like this team we talk about regularly. Yeah, they're always there's always something with them. Yeah. Uh, Besiktas have been fined by UEFA after a cat wandered onto the pitch during their Champions League. This is from the BBC, by the way. Thank you. Uh, wandered on the pitch during their Champions League last sixteen defeat by Bayern Munich in March. English referee Michael Oliver, we know him. Yeah. Stopped playing the second half. 
in the second half at Vodafone Park until the animal left the pitch. The Turkish club have been charged with insufficient organisation. And <laughs> that sounds like such a made up, yeah. made up. We're um, going to charge you for that. What, what, what do you mean, charges? We're going to charge you for having a cat. What's that? What, what sort of charge is that? Well, uh, uh, insufficient organisation. I mean, you could you could apply insufficient organisation to almost to, anything. To anything, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have also been penalised for fans throwing objects and blocking stairways, leading to a fine of thirty four thousand euros. Was that inefficient? Organisation again, again, insufficient. Insuff- I think it all comes under that bracket: maybe, the cat, the throwing, and the stairways. Maybe in, brilliant in, in <laughs> sessions. Maybe inefficient organisation is another one that they. Could yeah, do. yeah. Well, just bad. Or, just put bad organisation. Insufficient, inefficient, bad, bad. Uh, Bayern won the tie three-one on the night. It finished eight-one on aggregate as they progressed to the quarterfinals with fans of the German club voting the cat as their man of the match. Right. Was it... That was a cat. Was it? Yes. Was it your impression of a cat? Or was it... Yes, it it was. It was. Okay, good. Just to clear that up. So, the cat was the man of the match then. It must have been come on the pitch at a crucial time, tactically, where the players get to have a break and then they can, you know, maybe take the pressure off themselves, relieve the uh, uh, relentless onslaught that they were suffering, perhaps. Well, I think they were just making a joke. What? I think they were making a joke that the cat was the man of the match. I don't think they thought it through like you did. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. no. Okay. No. They, they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. It was either him or uh, one of the Bayern Munich players. Actually, you know I think you might be right, Mueller? actually, because otherwise they would, have said, they would have said feline of the match, wouldn't they, rather than man of the match? Uh, no, the cat was a man cat. It was a man because <laughs> he had a boat, little bow tie on. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's smoking yeah. a fag because women cats don't smoke. What am I talking about? <laughs> what am I talking about? It's the only way to uh, tell. You know, a... it's, it's jet lag, mate. It's the only way to tell a, a cat's gender, isn't it? Yeah, pick him up and fag. Uh, offer him a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and if he goes, no, pick thank you very up. much. <laughs> pick him up, dress him up, offer him a cigarette. There yeah. you are. And your cat is throw him a bow tie if he knows how to put it on. He's a man. Definitely cat. a dude. <laughs> He's a tom. If he goes, if she, if if he, she turns around and goes, well, what the fuck am I doing with this? Is uh, a frock. See you later. Oh, don't be specific. Let's not be specific with gender roles for cat. Do not assume my my cat's ag- my cat's agenda. 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 <laughs> well, the agenda was to run on the pitch and disrupt the game, and uh, yeah. clearly they succeeded. Um. So, Dave. Yeah. Uh, I'm now going to be returning. Oh. Uh, a feature that is sort of my area that I've cornered. Expertise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and by the way, those pauses weren't for dramatic effect. They're because... You were thinking, Ian, I am, you? in fact, human. Uh, and I was thinking... <laughs> no, you're um, not. Sometimes I do question it myself, but I'm, I'm mostly sure that I am. If you cut him, he will bleed. What was that a quote from? This is, I did nothing. It's just I just said it. It sounded like a movie moment. Yeah, it was. Anyway, this is the feature... David, it is Conspiracy News. I made that as dramatic as I could. Did, you, did, did you feel... Did I, I wanted to get a gauge now of your emotions during that. Were you A, unnerved, mm. B, unsettled, C, unhappy, yeah. D, underrated... Yeah. 
or E? Underage. Underage. Uh, what were the op- options? <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. A, unnerved. I was all the uns. I was just, I was all the uns. I'm going to stop you there because I want to hear the story. All right. Uh, the headline I is... actually put a hand up as well. <laughs> Physically. So it, Express is the, is the source. You may not be surprised to hear. The Daily Express. Mm. The headline goes as follows. It's a space war. Alien battle near Area 51 baffles... UFO Hunters. Is this a film? No. Oh, okay. Now, I'm surprised that a a UFO battle near Area 51 would baffle UFO Hunters. Surely that's kind of what they'd expect to see around there. They were battle baffled. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so, alien hunters were left in a frenzy when they spotted what they believed to be a UFO battle in the skies above a city in Nevada, which is just a two-hour drive from Area 51, an alleged extraterrestrial hotspot. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, We all know about it. On February 19th, a driver in Henderson, Nevada, just a short drive from Las Vegas, was waiting in his car when he saw bright lights in the sky. Mm -mm. The unnamed motorist... He, his parents didn't even bother to no. name him. No, poor sod. <laughs> yeah, let's call him that. Poor sod uh, said the bright light, bright star-like lights in the footage, which was taken during broad daylight, which is a clue, ah. started moving towards each other at a rapid speed as if they were attacking each other. Oh, yeah, it must have been. During been. broad daylight. Yeah. Now, there is this rather large pla- object called the sun that's out during broad daylight. Yeah, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm he was in you. a car. Okay. Meaning that sun is travelling through some glass before it gets to his eyes. Yes. I wonder whether that might have had a uh, impact upon this issue. The mm. witness, who we are re- referring to as poor sod. Mr. Sod. Mr. Sod. Um, said, uh, how do people from Nevada sound? Uh, a little bit like that. Uh, I, my parents didn't name me. Do they? Yeah. Oh, a little bit like that. Nevada. That's right. Nevada. Yes. That's it. Yes. Is it? It's, uh, yes, that's right. Okay. Nevada. That from Nevada. Okay. Yeah. He said, I was waiting in the car while my buddy went into the store. I noticed about nine to ten bright dots in the sky that looked like a star's. <laughs> You're a bit Italian there. <laughs> The dots were in a line on an approximately 45 degree angle. He got his uh, protractor All of a sudden, they started to move upward on that same angle and it looked like they were attacking each other. (laughs) 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 The man says, poor sod, says that there were many bursts of energy and it lasted for about 20 seconds. Oh, long then. Big battle. Uh, To add more fuel to the conspiracy, the location where the footage was taken is just a two-hour drive from Lincoln County, where Area 51 is based. You've said that already, Article. You're crap. They're just uh, they're just reaffirming it for you. Yes. With with this sort of nonsense, you need to repeat. Uh, Area 51 is a top-secret US military base, and we all know that. Famous, infamous, in fact, for the Roswell crash of 1951 or something. Yeah. Something like that. Some comments left beneath the video shows that some people are convinced this is a genuine UFO battle. Yeah, some people shouldn't be allowed near computers either. No. Rico Green, that's Who? a name. Rico Green, <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars character name, it's so absurd, said, Space War for the Freedom of Mankind. Yeah. That was his comment. Thank you, Rico. Log out. Log out. <laughs> 
Corrine Thomas said, oh. I believe this video. It's only a matter of time, folks. The watchers are protecting us from the unruly greys. Scaremongering. Bye. Next. <laughs> However, <laughs> there were doubters of the authenticity claiming that it was just reflection playing tricks on the mind. Oh, Get out of here. What a, what a novel idea. That, that when the sun travels through your windscreen, which is an angled piece of glass, that it may create some odd... Kind of distortions of light. No, Who have, would have? I'm not having that. No. No, the space battle, definitely. <laughs> Dan Aliyev wrote, It's reflections of cars turning. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, settle down. <laughs> and Carlos Urquides said, It's the reflection of cars' lights. That's Russian. He sounds like a sort of Hispanic name. Yeah, Carlos uh, the Russian. Carlos the Russian, as he's known by his closest yeah. friends. That so might just be his login It's name. the reflection of cars' lights. If they were shooting lasers like that, something would have clearly been destroyed. I believe in UFOs, but not these. Mm, not these ones. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not for me. Yeah, so it, it's quite clear, Dave, that that, that was... About as nonsensical as the rest of the conspiracy news stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it involves, really, what that article is all about is the sun and it's, how it reflects off light. of glass. The speed of, the speed of light. Broadcast speed of light. Yeah. A bit of delay. 10 seconds. 10 That's seconds. long, actually. 10 seconds. That's too long. That is long, isn't it? Isn't that, isn't that how long it takes? No. No, I got it the other way around. The l- light can travel around the earth... Ten times in a second. No, I don't think so. How, do you know how big the Earth is? No. No. Oh, big, long, flat thing. How's it travelling around, anyway? Isn't it more like a pear? Oh, sorry, it's yes. pear shape, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Pear shape, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when you travel to one edge of the pear, I tell you, what, you appear at the other edge of I'll it. I'll tell you what, mate, you're not wrong, because at the moment the world is a bit pear-shaped, if you ask me. Oh! Mm. With all the, everything going on in the world, if you ask me. Mm. And that, David, was... <laughs> Conspiracy news, yeah. Takes a while to fade out, that one, doesn't it? So I would now like to acknowledge some... Thank you. Oh, Oh, right. It's okay. okay. Not you. Some lovely engagement from one of our, you're going to cringe at me now, fans. Ah, listeners. Listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Subscribers, maybe. Maddie Eaton. Thank you, Maddie. She tagged us on Maddie? Facebook. Madeline, could it, be, could it be? Madeline or Matilda? Could be... I don't know, it doesn't matter. She's put it as Maddie, so call her that. Yeah? Yeah. Let's go with her real name. Well, her, her the name that she has chosen to provide. True, I guess. Could, face... be, any, could be anything for a we know. It could be. Yeah. Do we do we trust her now? We're not sure not what sure. If her name is I'm real. Not sure. let's, let's tell me the story and then I'll... <laughs> So she tagged us in a, a, a story about seagulls. Oh. Because she's obviously aware yeah, of she's our fascination real. with she's the real. impending apocalypse, which is going to be obviously uh, because of seagulls. Yeah, right? never mind space battle. It's the seagulls you want to be worried about. Yeah, I mean, there's too many problems here on Earth. We've got catastrophic seagull attacks and, and a plague of, uh, of yeah. them. You know, people moan it's going when, to end the world. People moan when we get involved in wars in other countries. Let's not get involved in space just yet. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's undertake a war on nature because we haven't yeah. done that enough already. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she tagged us. Thank you, Maddie, in a story on uh, Facebook uh, from Cornwall Live, uh, CornwallLive.com, and uh, Flying Ant Day 2018 will come early and cause seagulls to be tripping out on acid. 
Yeah, man. Now, Dave, we've uh, actually discussed the story in the past about this, about um, the flying ants, you know, the ones with the big bums and the wings. Yes. Kind of wings is a prerequisite, really. Yeah. Oh, body shaming the flying ants. When seagulls eat these, what's wrong with a big bum? Nothing, but some people would take it. I mean, me personally, I I mean, I'm a fan. I mean, it's not important, is it? What I like? What's I didn't ask you what you like. The ants. The ants. <laughs> the ants. Um, the large uh, flying ants. Yes. They are... With a, with a big ass. They're like psychedelic drugs to seagulls, aren't they? That's like a dropping acid, because they do actually have some sort of acid in them that uh, trips the seagulls out. Man. And uh, it looks like that's going to be happening again. That's going to be happening. They're, they're, they're back, are they? They're back. And it, this this is coming up soon. Ant Day, Flying Ant Day. And it this serves Hold on, as Flying a, Ant Day? Yeah. It's usually a day, isn't it? Or most of it, it happens on a day. Does it? Okay. How, how many years have you been alive? Surely you know this. No. Flying Ant Day? Yeah. yeah. No, I was not aware of that. It happens over two to three days, but it's it, the, the focus of it is one day when all of the flying ants come you know, it's like out. some sort of festival for them. No, it's just you know how there are various instances in in the natural world. Yeah, but I wasn't where aware there they, are... it was particular to one day. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like it's like. Are um, you what? Is it? I'm not taking like, the piss. Look at the article. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Flying yeah. Ant Day 2018. Okay. 2018. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's not. Do you remember Flying Ant Day 2015? That was that was a big one. <sighs> the dark days. Dark yeah. days of 2015. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be amazed if 2018 leads up to 2015. But anyway, <laughs> read on. There's not really much to read. Oh, there isn't. They, 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 they eat these ants and they fucking go mental. The seagulls. They trip out on acid. Have psychedelic visions. So they'll be going a bit crazy on. So what? What you're saying? Watch out for the seagulls. I'm saying watch out for the. On yeah. Flying Ant Day, which is coming up soon. Uh, watch out for the ants too, and don't, don't eat, eat them. Don't eat them. Um, no. I I would recommend going to uh, someone you trust to get your psychedelic ants. Ants. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, mean, and it, we've done this story in the past, so this is just a repeat public service broadcast, a warning to the general public. Yeah. Um, watch out for fucking doped up, crazy yeah. ass seagulls. So, really, what the uh, what's her name, Maddie? Maddie has done is she's it's a public public service announcement. She's, really, what she's looking out for the safety of the general public. Yeah, and that I respect. Yeah. So, well, yeah, well done to her. A f- massive fist pump. To, yeah. to to say yes. Sorry, that was me taking a slap. It was, on my yeah, beer. yeah, yeah. As I, as I, you might have heard the uh... trying to think of something to say. He's doing it again now. <sighs> oh. So yeah, there we are. Seagull news. Watch out Thank for them. You. Tripping Thank seagulls. You. Thanks for the input. Cheers, like Maddie. That. Give us some more. <laughs> <laughs> not well, and not let, have a let her have a week off. Oh, all right then, Dave. Yes, uh, Joe. It's uh, yeah. No, you're right. It's, uh, I'm right. Yeah. Go on then. It's hotting up, isn't it? In the field of football transfers. Transfer stuff. Oh yes, it is. Um. Uh, yeah, the transfer stuff. There has been some transfers that have been confirmed, uh, and also there are some transfers that have been not confirmed. But there's just rumorings. <laughs> Rumorings. Rumor. Uh, confirmed. Johnny Evans to Leicester, three and a half million. Amazing. We haven't actually got Johnny Evans to talk about this because I think he's going through the finer details in his contract because he is very, very specific, very, as we yeah. well know. Yeah. And there will be things in there that you will not find in any other footballer's contract. I, I yeah, and um, I did 
give him a call outside of recording time the other oh, day. It's quite, oh. just caught up with him quickly because we were really, you know, we're like buddies oh, now. Okay, fine. And um, I just wanted to see if I could, if we, well, I called him to see if we could speak to him this week on on air. Yeah. Um, but he he was in the middle of having his uh, medical, oh. and I I called him just at the point where they were cupping his balls. Yes. And I, I wouldn't um, recommend anybody to talk to Johnny Evans whilst another man has his hands on his sack gently caressing mm. his scrotum. Good advice. Good of, and I will I will heed that advice. <laughs> Johnny Evans. So yeah, he's gone to Leicester uh, from relegated West Brom. Uh, they had bids in the January. In the January, right? Uh, from a couple of clubs uh, for around twenty million. Turn it down, and now he's signed for Leicester for three or three and a half million, which is basically his uh, his uh, clause relegation release clause. Exactly. Right? I heard that Leicester City themselves put in twenty five million for him in January. Well, they've saved themselves a fair buck there, Joel. Yeah. So they've obviously Leicester consolidated a nice solid mid table place for themselves. Yeah. And they've saved themselves a lot of twenty two odd million pounds. By waiting a few months, yeah, so amazing, really, yeah. And so we'll we will talk to him soon and find out how he's settling in. Well, we plan to get him not on over the phone, but genuinely here in a seat as a guest. Yes. Uh, so he ha- we haven't got him on since episode fifty in that face to face. So we, we should do that then. We shall, I'm sure. Um, Manchester United have signed uh, Fred, the midfielder, Fred. From Shakhtar Donetsk. Yes, he is Brazilians. And they've also signed Diogo Dalot, or Dalo, maybe. Uh, a yeah, fullback. I, I assumed it was Dalo or Dalo, yeah. Yeah, uh, from Porto, uh, a young fullback, a young thrusting fullback. Oh, Mourinho's described him as the best young fullback in Europe. He would, well, he's just signed him, he would say that. Right, yeah. yeah. What's he like? Oh, he's, 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 he's all right. <laughs> You know, he'll do. He'll do for now. He'll fill a number. He's a stopgap. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steven Lichtensteiner has signed. This is a bit of a strange one, I think, because he's yeah. a, traditionally a right back. He's thirty-four. Yeah. He signed from uh, from Juventus to the Arsenal. Um, it's an odd one. I mean, yeah. there, there's nothing wrong with si- signing seasoned veterans. No. I mean, if you're going to get a good season out of them, and they may be like a short-term fix. Short-term fix and a short-term, you know, um, authoritative voice in the dressing room, perhaps. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, because he's a bit he odd. He speaks like that. Hello, it's nice to be here from Juventus. And I was playing in Italy before. I was in black and white and now I'm in red and white. Isn't that funny? My name sounds weird. Licksteiner. Stephen Lichtensteiner. It sounds like I've licked a Steiner. Sort of like a country, but also sort of like the, the two words of me licking out the inside of a German beer glass. Yeah, which I have done. And in fact, that is my party trick. Here I go. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> oh, football, yeah, 110%. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, and West Ham have signed Ryan Fredericks from promoted Fulham. I didn't uh, I don't know him. Right fullback. Um, he just, just got promoted with Fulham. I saw him celebrating with him at Wembley, rightly so. All right. And now he's signed for West Ham. So there Fair you go. enough to him. Yeah. Uh, one I, re- I read about today, um, you've heard about Palmer. In Italy. They've been promoted, right? Yeah, they, they had back to... Ma- I think they were relegated uh, twice or thrice. Right. And they had they have gained back-to-back promotions over the past few seasons to get wow. back into the top Tier. Serie A or I, 
Calcio A? I, 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 I'm what, confused now. I think it is. it is actually called Syria. I yeah. think I was wrong. But yeah, they, they basically went down the Leeds United route, I think, mm. Palmer, of just, just messing up their finances and yes. getting relegated numerous times. So now they're back in the top flight and they're rumoured to be interested in one Peter Crouch. Not two Peter Crouches. One this. Peter Crouch. Two would be, well, that would be two, quite that's a... That's too many, isn't it? Two, two is too many. Two is too many. Yeah. Uh, one is perfect. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll, I'll be interested to see if that comes into fruition. I can kind of see how in, Ali- in Italian well, football... Yeah. Uh, well, generally in non-English football, a player like Crouch would be a totally different threat and maybe a threat that teams like that would be less used to, you know? That's exactly what they said. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that would be interesting to see how he'd get on there because you don't need... He doesn't possess pace. He does not. He never did. It's not an age thing. He, he never did, did really. Um, he does possess height. Height, balance, technique, and yeah. obviously a good header. And, and a good celebration as well. Yeah, yeah. He's good at emulating robots. Robotniks. And yeah, I think it'd be a type of football or a type of attacking threat that those defences might not be used it's to. emotional, aren't you? The beer's catching <laughs> up with me. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much all I've got for you of transfer stuff for th- this week, unless you have anything to add. I just thought the Fred one was, uh, I think that's a very intelligent signing. For Man United, I'm not usually one for praise of Mourinho. He may not have actually been anything to do with it. I don't know, but um, they definitely need a a Carrick replacement who has retired. Yeah, and B they need someone who is actually going to give them the ninety million pound worth of Paul Pogba. Their midfield doesn't hasn't been lined up to give him the type of. Uh, space and time that he needs on the ball and doesn't give him the freedom to go forward. Correct. Hopefully Fred is that kind of industrious um, Makalele slash uh, Kante type player that Man United have been lacking. I mean, they do have Matic, but mm, I don't know. And yeah, maybe Pogba and Fred next to each other. I'm, I'm excited to see what how tactically they line up next year if Fred is going to be a regular starter. Well, we will await that with our eyes. Ears and noses. Nose. And the, the the sense Knees of touch and toes, as well. Head, shoulders, ears, and mouth up your touch. Thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> is that is That's that the transfer. end of? That's, is it? Yeah. That's your transfer stuff. There it is, transfer guff stuff. Mm, mm, mm. Um. So I would now like to report upon. Last night's final World Cup warm-up game. Uh, who, who played? It was. <laughs> <laughs> you were away, so you just stopped caring about football. Hey, away, I never. I never. Was it a holiday from football? Is that what that's that's what your holiday's about? It was just. Uh, it was just a holiday away from the day-to-day stresses of um, of normal everyday normal things, normal life. Well, is it normal? Who knows? I don't know. For you, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so England played Costa Rica at Elland Road in Leeds. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't the atmosphere fantastic? It was loud. I don't know. You can't do Leeds. <laughs> it was not. There wasn't a Scottish people there, pal. Do you? Don't worry about it that. It was loud in Leeds. 
So Ali, absolutely, absolutely loved it up down there. Fantastic to have England down at Ellen Road. It'd be great to have them back again. And it's, it, maybe they could play some of their World Cup games at Ellen Road. That would, that would save us going to Russia, wouldn't it? We could get on, on the beers and then go just the pub across the road, the Ellen Road Arms. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to have a look on. Batty goes in there every week. Batty boy's in there every week. He loves it with his little fingernail clippings. And we get then we get on to Ellen Road. Yeah, go on, England, you fucking bastards. And then that's, that's it. We'll cut with it. See you later. Cheers. Yep. <laughs> they did all right, though, didn't they, England? I think. I thought. Did you watch it? Yes. You did. did? Yeah, I did, yeah. you back in the country? Oh, yes. I oh. Was. Just landed. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah. I don't I, want to give away my itinerary. They were that's all right. Really, <laughs> really exciting, England. I, I was really excited. Uh, like, if you remember, if you can cast your mind back to the 2014 World Cup. Oh, yeah, I can go about that far back, Which has yeah. uh, mostly been blotted out of the memories of a lot of England fans, because it was shocking. Mm. But... Costa Rica beat us. I think they even won the group, or at least they qualified out of the group, and they're not a shit team. No. They're, you know, all South American teams are relatively strong, and they're not... Yeah, uh, that's what it says on their website. Not a shit team. We are not a shit team. You know, they've got, obviously, Costa Rica official website, then you've got a little tagline. Yeah. Not a shit team. Hashtag not shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... <laughs> and they, they, you know, they they um, sort of matched us for formation as well, so it was kind of... yeah. And and the and number of players they had exactly the same. They did. They matched us in a lot of ways. They did. They were wise to do that. Yes, as well. very sensible. Uh, <laughs> um, but we absolutely dominated for at least sixty minutes. Ooh, Towards the end of the game, <laughs> it was a little bit more to and fro in terms of possession. But we dominated the entire game. You yeah. know, cracked the whip and yeah, studded and put their ball gag on them. And, <laughs> okay. And we didn't tell them what the safe word was, so they no. couldn't stop when the, when we when they when wanted we, when they wanted mm. us to. <laughs> Yeah, we, oh. and yeah, we dominated. We won two 0 Marcus Rashford was the man of the match, and he <clears> was an absolute star in that game. He looked like the chains had been taken off him. Yeah, and he wasn't. I like. He scored a really good goal. Um, I felt a bit bad because uh, he a lot of the t- he is one of those players where he will try things. He will try and take players on. And Did so- you see his Ronaldinho skill? I uh, no, I didn't see oh. that. No. But he will try and do that. He will try and take players on. And sometimes it won't work, obviously, and he will lose the ball. And I started getting a bit frustrated because he did it a couple of times. And then, and then I got angry with myself. And then I thought, well, he's a young guy. He's, he's expressing himself. We haven't had that in an England player for quite some time. So fine, let him, let him try things. It won't work all the time. But when it does work, it's brilliant. That is exactly what we're missing. I don't know why England fans... This isn't a criticism of you. No, mostly. Feels like I don't it. know why England fans are shouting down the lights of Rashford for being brave because that's what we're missing. We're yes. missing creative. That's what bravery. I mean. I was one of those people, and I corrected myself. You know. I mean, in that game, judging that game alone, yes, it worked yeah. in that game. So, but you have to be. This, this relates very much to the quote that I picked out from Gareth Southgate after the game. Oh yeah. And it was, I was so relieved to see an England manager say this. What did he say? Now I don't want to be too positive and too. Uh, praiseful before the World Cup because mm. I was really optimistic about Roy Hodgson before the last two tournaments. Yeah, and I left Euro t- 2016 thinking he's possibly the worst England manager in my lifetime. I think he probably mm. was. Okay, um, but this quote filled me full of positivity yeah. about Gareth Southgate's approach generally to football. So he said, "The G-man, go for it." G-man said. 
I told them I was expecting mistakes tonight, and if we are not, then we are not being creative enough. But if we are, then we get moments like that goal tonight, Marcus Rashford's goal. Yes. He is a wonderful striker of the ball from distance. He is, yes. Forget the last sentence. Oh. It's about... How he's saying he actually told the players, like, I'm expecting to see you make mistakes tonight. I want you to try things. And if you don't make mistakes, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And that is a message that transcends football and goes into life as oh, well. Oh, so so he's a bit of a he's he's a is he think he's do you think that message was for us? Guru Southgate. Do you think he's talking to us? <laughs> he I looked into his eyes and I, yeah. he was talking to me. Yes. <laughs> This song is about me. How about you? How about you try getting that fucking penalty in in '96? You twat. <laughs> that's what they'll probably say. That's a, that's what those narrow-minded people will say. Probably not us. No, we're with you, Garrett. We're with the G-man. We're with G-man. At first, we were. He was a substitute teacher. Now he's been. <laughs> now he is a permanent member of staff. That's a very good point because back in when he got appointed, we were saying, "Oh, I don't think he's a very authoritative voice." And he's not maybe he isn't, but maybe uh, that's, that's but not what ne- is needed. I I heard more stuff. I don't know, inadvertently via social media or whatever, about how he, he, he actually leaves the players to their devices quite a lot. What, their phones and stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, lads, get your tablets out. Uh, it, stick on Peppa Pig. I'm going for a slash. And apparently he, he gives them a lot of authority and, and uh, autonomy to like do stuff on their own and not oh. be totally domineering of, of everything they do. Relaxed. It apparently is a very relaxed environment. That's what I've heard. So fingers crossed that trying that works. Come on, then, lad! Yeah. Uh, so that's England versus Costa Rica. Beat them two 0 Deserved winners. Thank and that you. was the last one. What game? And that's 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 the real quiz. That was the <laughs> that's the real World Cup, <laughs> right there. So uh, we've got another bit of fan oh. audience listener engagement now. Another one. Well, this is actually fan engagement because he is called a f- he is fan fan number he one. Is fa- he is fan. He is fan. He's not wanker. He is fan. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wanker. <clears throat> uh, and it is this. Not in my day. Not in my day. So thank you, Dan, for sending this in. Um, and this relates to the contentious issue. Yes. Of uh, match day programs. Right. Why is it a contentious issue? It's, it's a contentious issue because they. For me, for, without even reading what's in this article in front of me, for me, mm, mm, mm. it's one of those things where you think, all that information, surely it could just go on the internet these days and save a load of really glossy, high GSM paper that is essentially a waste of the natural world, right? Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I know what you mean. But... So ecologically, yes, I think okay. it's probably a good idea to just sack them off. Yeah, right? I, okay. From that point of view, I do agree. But for someone, I mean, I don't go to a lot of football matches, but when I do, I always pick up a uh, match day program. Match day program. Um, <laughs> because it's just something about having, it's just a little memento yeah. from that. But I guess that they're not just making like 10 for the for the 10 people that go to the odd game. That's the thing. They're making lots. And and, and the all the statistics show, as this article claims, that the people buying that the sales are dropping drastically. Yeah. Uh, because well, people do, require th- this information less on match day. 
I don't unless you were some sort of collector. I don't. If I was if I was a season ticket holder, I wouldn't be obliged to buy one every week. I'd be like, oh, I don't need. Uh, you know, yeah, because it is it is really the same stuff every week. Pretty much, just just with moving some quotes around, or the latest yeah. quotes from the manager. Well, I don't know. I don't read them all the time, but I imagine that's what it's like uh, with the latest squads and stats. And Maybe they should have a like. You're right. It should be available online, and if you want a printed edition, you can order one. And then it's made specifically for that. Yeah, and that would obviously be more costly per unit for the buyers, but you'll be getting something that's potentially more valuable. Yes, because there won't be and and for the for the clubs to do a smaller batch isn't economically viable either because it would cost no. more to print a smaller amount of them, yeah. and then you'd have to put the prices up and people will complain. So just use a three D printer. Use a three D printer, yeah. which of course you. Uh, Understand which will just print the whole thing out in one go. <laughs> there you go, th- done. Yeah, no, I know. I've done my research. Right, right. <laughs> so English football league teams will no longer be obliged. So mm. I'm not banning them, but they'll no longer be obliged to print match day programs for every game after a vote at the league's annual general meeting. Uh, in April, the EFL said some clubs wanted the option not to print them because of declining sales and increased costs. So it's no longer really a viable thing for businesses to do to print stuff no why would you now why would you start a printing business now it'd be suicidal i think um and less people are buying these things so it's sort of two angles basically telling clubs this is not a future-proof thing to do um programs had been mandatory as a result of a partnership and sponsorship agreements Mm, that's I don't like that. However, <laughs> Championship, League One and League Two clubs can now make the decision on, on a match-by-match basis. So, for example, big rival matches. Yes. Uh, what do you call rival? What's the word I'm looking for? Rival matches. Where you play your rivals. Derbies. Right. Like derby games, big games, you yeah. know, relegation or promotion or championship so, crunches. You can, clear, you can do a match day program. Just when you play derby. Yeah, just when you play Derby, when you play Frank Lampard's team. Yes. No, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> there's more news for you. Uh, this is a quote. Here from... um, Frank Lampard. From someone. From uh, Dr. Alex Jackson, collections officer at the National Football Museum. Oh, okay. And he said, where do you reckon he's from? Dr. Alexander uh, Jackson. Like a library or something. Not at... What region do you reckon he's from? Uh, I reckon he's from the uh, West Country. The West Country? Yes. How do they talk again? Well, it's a little bit like that, doesn't it? From farmer, the West Country. Worry about that, mate. There's so much news that people are accessing instantly through through their phones now. (laughs) I've changed my mind. Uh, I can see how it's a struggle. Where is he from then? No, carry on. I can see how it's a struggle at lower levels. So I've gone up north now uh, to keep the programme fresh. (laughs) Go right up and down the country. (laughs) Dorset. It makes the economy... Oh, fucking hell. It makes the economics of it tough. That's basically the, the summary of what he right, said. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much said what it's you said. He's non-financially viable. Okay. So, That's it. So yeah. you might not be able to get them anymore. That's what you're saying. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Don't um, worry. Okay, fine. Uh, he's saying basically that they won't go away. They'll mutate with technology over time. Well, I don't like the sound of that. Bit of an odd choice of words there, yeah. mutate. It would be like robot um, programs. Robot programs. That would be cheaper. Would you like a program? I have a quote from the captain. <laughs> Would you like to... How'd you turn this fucking thing off? The starting lineup is... Yeah. I yeah. had... It was a good goal, but it's all about the three points. It sounds like a footballer, really. It does, yeah. Dr. Jackson. Oh, he's still more for <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> no, I'm Get done. Get back in your cave. It's pointless. So, so yeah, the, not in my day. They wouldn't have gone digital in my day. 
So no, yeah, that's why it's. That's, in, oh, I see what he's not in my day. Good spot, Dan. Well, I oh, think that's what he meant. Hey, that guy. But in my day, there would have been football programs coming out of my arse. Yes, not literally. No, that would have been awful. They phrase. wouldn't have sold. Well, there's a market for everything. Well, thank you for the input again. He's not even here, and he's still, still giving us content. Um, he can do no wrong. That guy, Daniel. Daniel. Not in my day. He's going to get false sort of... Uh, false teeth. False teeth now, isn't he? False hip. False, I don't know, sense of... He has lost, to be fair, he, has, he hasn't got many of his own teeth left, has he? We should put a picture up so people can see, but he's, he's a horrendously awful, awful looking man, isn't he? Who would you liken him to in looks? What, human-wise? Oh, I don't know. And you're not allowed to say the elephant man. Oh. So Do off. I amuse you? <laughs> Soft limits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a beautiful man, isn't he? Yeah, he's sort of like a mix between John Flanagan and Wayne Rooney. That's sort of yes, really that's attractive. that's exactly it, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, next. Well, Dave, I'm going to quickly fry through two extraordinary bastards of the week. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, it's hot in here, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh. Put your nipples away. Okay. Oh, no, they're your bollocks. I got mixed up. <laughs> yeah, come on. Bastard! Of the week! Well... Of the week! <laughs> <laughs> what, can I do both of them if they're really quick? Um, I'll do them in fast motion. Just because you looked at me like that, go on then. <laughs> I, I batted my eyes at you. Um, so, this is an extraordinary one. It's an FBI agent, okay? <gasps> this is from uh, the Washington Post. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. So, the, the headline is, an FBI agent did a fuck. <laughs> fuck. Did a fuck? Uh, did a fuck. An Ugh. FBI agent did a backflip in a club. Oh, yeah. Dropped his gun <laughs> and accidentally shot someone. Police say, "Okay, what was he doing? A, was he doing a backflip for?" So supposed to, supposed to... there's a video of of a crowd around him. and He's doing some pretty pretty average looking fancy oh, moves. Oh fucking hell! You can, you can actually see the muzzle flash of the gun when it goes off when he tries to pick it up. Right? Bang! Oh, now you're someone who's who knows their way around a gun. Why, yeah, why, come on, we're not, I'm, I'm not, not gonna, to I'm not gonna, that. I'm not gonna yeah. sort of give off any trade secrets. I'm not pro gun, that makes me sound like, come on, no, but you, yes, why does that mean you're pro gun? It doesn't, I'm just saying it in case they think I am. Well, you're not, I'm some, some so. gun nut, I am not a gun nut, <laughs> no siree. David Hannafin, not a gun nut, not a gun nut, that's yeah. your tagline on your website. You, you could say, uh, military experience, you've got some military experience, okay. yes, so why. This isn't a genuine question to you. This is this is a, a this is a what's the word? Uh, re- rhetorical. Rhetorical question. Yes. That highlights how ridiculous it is that You're, this person would drop their gun, yeah. and in the effort of picking up picking it up, it would go off. Okay. Yeah. Why why the fuck would there be a bullet in the chamber to start with? And then mm. if there's a bullet in the chamber, why would it be actually cocked? Like. That is just absurd. And it's not even in a holster. It's in the back of his trousers. Yeah. Like he's a fucking cowboy. Right. So there's a bullet in the fucking chamber. Like there doesn't need to be a bullet in the chamber. If there isn't a bullet in the chamber, in the barrel essentially, right, then you can pull the trigger all you want. It's not going to go off. You'd have to actually arm the gun, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
but it's just I, absurd. I imagine the, if the safety catch was on it, might, it could have been flicked off when he dropped it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 silly. It, I mean, why is he doing a backflip in 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 the first place? Where is he? Why does he not have a safety holster? Well, he's dancing. He's on a night off, clearly. But he feels the need to take his gun with him. <laughs> it literally it went off as he picked it up on the floor. It shot one of the bar staff in the leg. Yeah, I've got a feeling he won't be carrying a gun on duty anymore. I've got a feeling he might not have a job very much more. <laughs> yeah, so like, he's, he's going to be absurd. he's going to be a security guard in a mall. Mind you, they'll probably have a gun as well. Well, yeah, they will do, I'm sure. Yeah. Then, Just don't go backflipping, mate. It's, it's, it's extraordinary. So he went on a night out, went dancing with his clearly his secret agent mates. Mm. Didn't have this gun in a holster. It was literally in the back of his, what they call, pants. Yeah, he's a bum crack, basically, wasn't Unbelievable. it? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Bastard. And even then, you know, you're feeling this deadly weapon in your pants. Mm. He thought it appropriate to do a backflip. That's the thing that's annoyed what me. the actual fuck? I, I'm more annoyed about people doing backflips in nightclubs. I mean, I'm more annoyed that he shot someone in the leg by accident. No, no I, I don't mind that. Purely because he armed his gun for no reason. No, I don't mind that. It's the people doing backflips. <laughs> in the, I mean, who do they? Who do you think you are? What okay, right that, do you have? We've got all got. Oh, look at me! I can. Do, we're oh, all stabbing a clever? dance. Oh, fuck off! Get. I tell you what. Get the gun. Shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in both legs. <laughs> he and then and then see how he backflips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disabled. Well done. He should have shot himself in the leg. I think disabled. Not as it. I mean, hey, we've disabled him from doing the. Backflip. He has been. Yeah. Dis- Although he, he may end up disabled, you know, if you shot him in both legs. Uh, I'm not advocating that. Pop the, As uh, I say, I'm not pro-gun. Just put the shovel down. Yeah. yeah. Put the shovel back in your pants. Back in your pants. Uh, in the back of your pants. Don't do a backflip. You'll be fine. Oh, I drop the, if I go and pick that shovel up, I might just hit someone around the head with it. Now, can I just... <laughs> you told me to be quick with these two bastards. I know. Will you let me go on to bastard number two? Y- yes. Number duh. Yeah, do number two, please. <laughs> Uh, this is from Who Ate All The Pies. Good. Modern football is rubbish. Yeah. Football Association, the FA, fined £16,000 after England under-20 player was caught drinking a non-sponsored energy drink. <laughs> Come on. And that is apparently worth £16,000. So FIFA have, have fined... Uh, the FA, the English FA, for allowing one of their youth players to heinously drink a non-sanctioned energy drink during the under twenty one under twenty World Cup last summer. Unbelievable! What kind of fucking world do we live in? I know. Where I mean, you you know the drinks to go for, <laughs> and yet you've gone for one of those ones. You went for Red Bull instead of Powerade. Yeah, you sh- oh, get out. It, yeah, so that apparently. Well, the the issue with this, right, is that so sixteen thousand pounds is what the FA deems to be an appropriate fine for drinking a Red Bull it's a lower when money. you should have been drinking a Powerade, right? Right. So, how much do you reckon FIFA fined the Russian Football Federation uh, for their fans racially abusing the French players in a recent uh, friendly? Probably game? half that. No, double that. Twenty-two thousand. Not quite double, but so half it and then double it. Double it. Well, significantly double less it, and than then double. take away eight thousand probably. Something Ten thousand like. pounds less 10, than doubling. Less yeah. than doubling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh, you're, what you're saying is it's not comparable. Not comparable at all. No, it should be. Well, I mean, it, I don't think there even should be a fine for drinking a Red Bull when you want to drink a Red Bull. No, was uh, he doing it in a racist way? <laughs> How can you drink a Red Bull? In a <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> devil's advocate. Yeah. That's my uh, bastard of the week. Yeah, the FIFA are. The FIFA. FIFA are, yeah, FIFA, because that seems to me like a shameless money grab. 
pretty tis. much. Tis. Tis. So they, for that, they can have the, our jingle. They can have our jingle for that. And our jingle is as follows. Bastard! Of the week! Even Dan said that got longer last week. And uh, maybe... Maybe I'm starting to believe it. You know, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know, when people tell you something again and again, you just start to kind of believe it. Um, now, quickly, Joe, uh, next weekend. Next you, weekend. You and I uh, and keyboard warrior Henry, Henry Christopher yes. will be playing in uh, something we've done for a couple of years now. Well, certainly to get all of us. Um, I've actually played in all of them. but so <laughs> Yeah, I've played it. This will be my um, third. Uh, so we're playing in the uh, NW Electrical Charity Football Match, yes. which is being held at Sutton United's ground. Gander Green Lane. Yes, uh, on the nice artificial pitch there. Um, this is a, um, it's a great thing, actually. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, uh, Neil, a local electrician from that area, has well this is its fifth year now he organizes a football match every year um in aid of cancer research a great charity um and one that probably everyone can well certainly everyone can relate to knowing someone or you mm. know being related to someone who has suffered or is suffering from from cancer mm. um so any money raised for that charity is good um it's his fifth year he, he's raised he's raised um it, Roughly six thousand five hundred pounds over over that five years. That's extraordinary. Which That's is extraordinary. amazing. Which is down to a the great organisation on his part and just a generous giving from friends and relatives and and not just friends and relatives. I think just people, people, of the <laughs> public people, public people. Yeah, uh, so private people. We're playing there. Um, it's a good. It's a it's a big pitch, isn't it? It feels well, so it's a, wide. It's a standard size. It's a pitch. full size. Yeah, it's a full size. But pitch. it feels so wide. Really wide. <laughs> um, uh, I think uh, standard um, uh, eleven aside. I think eleven on each side, which is hopefully it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're re- very much looking forward to that. So we thought we'd give that a quick men- mention. That is this. Uh, no, sorry, not this Saturday. Next Saturday, the sixteenth of June. I believe so. Uh, and you can donate if you would like to to this very good cause uh, on the Just Giving website, justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Neil hyphen Wadsworth three. Or if you just go on there and search uh, NW Electrical Charity Match, I'm sure you will find it. You can find it on Facebook as well. Please give generously. Yes. And we will report back on how uh, well slash badly we did in the game. How knackered <laughs> yeah. we are. Yes. If we can still walk. <laughs> how far do you reckon roughly that we'll end up running in f- over 90 minutes? What, 10k maybe? 10 meters. I'm going to try and go for 10 and meters no per more. second. Yeah. Speed of slight. <laughs> Speed of slight. Love Speed it. of slight. <laughs> uh, so we look forward to that. Yes. Uh, and finally. Um, I just want to end. We're, we're not doing any puns this week. Um, had a week off. We we've got a we've got a theme planned for next week, though. We, we have, we have. Um, we do enjoy doing the puns, but we thought we'd have a week off. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk to you about um, the Liverpool keeper, Lorius Carius. Lorius Carius over the finish line. Carius. Yeah. Um, now it has transpired uh, that he may have suffered concussion during. The uh, Champions League final against Real Madrid. Apparently so. Which may have led to uh, some other mistakes he made. I think he made some mistakes, didn't he, in that game? He made couple. at least a couple. A couple of errors. Now, 
if this is if this is true, which I'm sure they would not be reporting. If not, then that is uh, very serious, and it may well have uh, caused him to make mistakes. But I couldn't help feeling it was a bit of a oh no uh, no. Actually, the reason I was so shit in goal. Uh, I mean, this may come back to bite me on the ass because if he's suffered seriously, then this is serious. Yeah. Uh, however, it got me thinking about other excuses that people have made in the world of football when things haven't gone their way. <laughs> Uh, so I've got some examples. <laughs> Brilliant. So the first one is uh, Luis Suarez biting uh, Giorgio uh, Chiellini. Chiellini's that was the 2014 World Cup. Exactly, yes. Uh, in a quote, he said, I lost... This is Luis Suarez, sorry. I, we remember what happened. I do, He yeah. just bit him, didn't he? Well, they, there was a, a cross coming in. Yeah. And obviously he was frustrated with Chiellini. Why am I backing him up? Yeah. He bit Chiellini's he shoulder, bit right? Him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, I lost my balance, making my body unstable and falling on top of my opponent, says Luis Suarez. Uh, at that moment, I hit my face against the player, <laughs> leaving a small bruise on my cheek and a strong pain in my teeth. <laughs> I I think it's, a, it's an insult to people's intelligence that he even tried to come up with an excuse. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, he was banned for four months. Yeah. I, I, I can't think of more of a, a villain in football at the no. moment. He should play for um, the Aston Villains. Maybe. I'm not looking forward to seeing him in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, just avoid him then. I mean, because if, if I get no, you No, I have a bet going at work with, with a colleague of mine that I will be watching every single game of this World Cup. Every game? Every game. Bloody hell. I'm going to watch all of every game of the World Cup. That's a, quite a commitment. So I will be watching him, but I don't want to look forward to it because I think he's a cheating scumbag. Your opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah. And he is. There's lots of evidence out there. Okay. 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 A racist cheating scumbag. Okay. Next one. Next one. <laughs> um, Stevenage's bouncy balls. Um, <laughs> after Newcastle suffered a humiliating 3-1 loss to Stevenage in the 1998 FA Cup, manager Kenny Dalglish knew what was at fault. The balls were too bouncy, he said. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm, no, they weren't. Um, uh, How would that help... Steve, uh, how that wouldn't help, help anyone. Team. No, exactly. It doesn't benefit one team. No, that's absurd. No. Uh, the next one is croaking frogs. Uh, Ukraine right. blamed their four-nil thrashing to Spain at the 2006 World Cup on frogs keeping them up at night. Uh, defender Vladislav Vashchuk said, "Because of the frogs croaking, we hardly got a wink of sleep. We all agreed that we would take some sticks and go and hunt them." <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Noisy. So they frogs. went out at night with a load of sticks, yeah, yeah. hunting frogs. Just put earplugs in. Were they all fucking high? Oh, what? I don't know. And that—that—that's their excuse about why they lost to one of the best teams in the world. Yes, because of the frogs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, the ghost of Lord Nelson. Your <laughs> uh, Blackpool blamed letting a two gold leads, two gold lead, two goal lead. Sorry, <laughs> slip in a playoff match with Bradford City in 1996 on the team's boardroom being haunted by the ghost of Lord Nelson. The team's boardroom. Yes, that's not where the players hang out, though, is it? In the no. boardroom. No, the boards hang out there. Yeah, yeah. So what's how would that affect the performance of the pitch? Know. I don't know. Imagine that. Oh, well, so what happened? Uh, Thank you, uh, Blackpool manager, joining us after the game. Uh, what? What? Uh, you obviously let a two-goal lead slip there. Yeah, well, you know why, don't you? So the um, the the boardroom is uh, haunted by the ghost of of uh, Lord Nelson. So yeah, this uh, this ghost of a one-armed and one-eyed uh, sailor appeared. Hey, he's from Norfolk. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was oh, it's Lord Nelson. And then and then uh, 
then I, and just, and then then I, I couldn't I, play football. I went down into the changing room and said to the players, like, I never guess what I've just seen. I think that just shit them up. <laughs> Good night. Good night, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring in there again the Gordon Strachan genetic one. Oh, no, no. No. Oh, that's no. just too silly. Too rubbish. Too silly. <laughs> well, I think that's us then, Dave, isn't it? Um, that's us that's you and I thank you Joe for listening again David episode Joseph 66 66 66 66 um, nice so find us on our website at roundtheback.com please comment on our blog style posts it's very easy to do um, we are on iTunes give us a five star review please yeah uh, thank you to those of you who've done that it really helps us it pushes us forwards in the queue that is iTunes podcast um, we are on some other apps, aren't we, Dave? Yes, Castbox, Overcast, and we are on the Podnose network of podcasts. Yes, and also you can uh, search us on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, at Round the Back Pod. Yes, connect with us on social media, uh, as did Maddie Eaton and Number One Fan Dan this week, mm. and we will uh, involve what you send us in the podcast. So thank you for that. And uh, uh, any 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 last words, Dave? What's your favourite word of the week? Poo sticks.